Chapter Five of Billy Whiskers: The Autobiography of a Goat by Francis Trego Montgomery. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Allison Hester. Chapter Five: Billy's Adventures in Town. Billy hid behind some rocks in the bottom of a ravine until he thought the boys had given up looking for him. Then he came out of his hiding place and snipped off the fresh young leaves from the bushes as he walked along, making up his mind what he would do next. It is too bad, he thought, that Nanny is such a scare-cat and slow runner, for if she had only kept up with me, she would be free now and we could have a good time here. There are lots of young shoots and juicy leaves for us to eat and plenty of water in the creek to drink now i must go back and see what has become of her i expect i will be caught and pounded by the boys but i told her i would take care of her and as i never break my word i must go and see what i can do he climbed a high hill where he could get a good view of the road and there he saw tim leading nanny into mike's yard and a mile behind he saw mike walking slowly along ho ho said billy they have caught nan so there is no use in my trying to get her away now i will just wait until dark and then go back and butt the shed down and get her out and then we can run away together before they can catch us turning and looking in the opposite direction he saw lying in the valley beneath him a city and he immediately made up his mind to visit it for it had been a long while since he had been in a large town. Down the hill he started on a run, loosening stones and pebbles as he went, which rolled after him, sending up a cloud of dust. At the bottom he struck the main road that led to town, and keeping up his fast gait, he was soon within its suburbs. The first thing he came to was a flower and a fruit stand, the owner of which, a greasy, black-looking Italian, was talking to a fat, blue-coated policeman. Both stood with their backs turned to the fruit stand. Now was Billy's chance. Luscious pears and peaches and grapes lay before him, ready to be eaten, and without a moment's hesitation, he began to sample each, while now and then he would eat a rose or two between, thus making his own salad and he found he liked his fruit salad served on rose leaves just as well as on lettuce. In reaching for an extra delicious-looking pear, he had to stand on his hind legs with his forefeet on the lower shelf. But, alas, for his greed! His weight on the board that formed the shelf was too much, and it flew up in the air, sending the fruit in all directions, and making such a racket that the fruit dealer heard it and turned around just in time to see the wreck of his stand. The Italian was so horrified and dismayed to see what had happened that he forgot what little English he knew and chattered and swore in Italian until you would have thought a dozen parrots had suddenly been let loose. The policeman tried to stop and catch Billy by spreading out his legs and waving his arms, but Billy only lowered his head and ran between the policeman's legs, upsetting him as he went through, for Billy was fat and the policeman short-legged, and there was not room to slide through without upsetting the man. The policeman picked himself up and started in hot pursuit, swearing under his breath that if he ever caught that goat, he would club its brains out. Of course, 
the policeman could not catch up to the fleet-footed billy so he called out catch him but no one cared to attempt it especially when billy lowered his head with the long horns on it and ran at him but at last after dodging in and out of the people on the sidewalk and the carts and wagons in the street one man was brave enough to try to catch him he was a big german butcher and he stood plumb in billy's way and when billy lowered his head at him as he had at the others the butcher caught hold of his horns and gave his neck a quick twist this made billy furious and he reared on his hind legs and struck at the butcher with his fore ones and then the fight began first one was on top then the other and they rolled over and over into the mud of the street while a big crowd gathered which cheered and called out i bet on the goat give it to him dutchy and all such expressions until at last billy got on his feet again and with a parting hook he slit the butcher's coat up the back and left him lying in the mud while he ran off as fast as his legs would carry him and it is needless to say that none of that crowd tried to stop him he had gone through many streets and turned many corners when he found himself opposite a beautiful green cool-looking park this is the place for me thought billy it looks nice and quiet and as i am tired i will go in and lie down under one of the trees and eat a little grass after taking a nice rest and nap under the trees he awoke and feeling thirsty thought he would go and quench his thirst at a sparkling fountain he saw before him he was quietly drinking and every once in a while swallowing a goldfish that swam too near his mouth when someone from behind gave him a hard hit with a rake it is a pity a goat can't take a drink without being pounded thought billy but as i have had enough i guess i will move on for i don't like the looks of this man's face and i know he will give me no peace so he walked away slowly just as if he were going away of his own accord when the man gave him another hit with the rake this was too much for billy's pie-crust temper he turned on the man who was a gardener of the park and sent him sprawling over a haycock before he knew what had struck him as billy walked toward the high iron fence that encircled the park he saw a policeman coming in at the gate now if there was one thing billy detested it was a policeman and he made for him running at full speed with head down and before the policeman had even seen the goat he found himself hanging by the seat of his trousers to the sharp iron pickets of the fence billy left him there struggling kicking swearing and calling for help while he made off as fast as his legs would carry him end of chapter five